Welcome to Jane the Ripper, a very special episode. Today we are going to do a mid-season recap um, and visit with some of the cast members um, and just have a general kind of fun conversation uh, to kind of switch it up. So um, my name is Ian. I'm one of the co-creators. And my name is Brittany, also a co-creator. And I'm Alexa. I am the narrator. And I am Liz and I am Wendy. Cool. Thanks, guys, for hanging out and talking about stuff. <laughs> You're welcome. <clears throat> so um, just as an FYI, this is obviously a mid-season recap. Uh, so we will be talking about things that have already happened. In case you have not listened to all of the episodes yet, um, now would be a good time to stop if you want to avoid spoilers. If you Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Don't care. Then you can just keep listening, and that's fine. Um, so... Episode one, Liam, uh, is uh, pretty straightforward. It's an introduction to our, our one of our main protagonists, Liam, who's a, a detective with uh, Bristol PD. Um, and um, do you want to, Brittany, do you want to give a little bit more on, on that? Yeah, so Liam's working on a robbery case. Uh, we kind of come into the middle of it where he's talking to some people in some shops, getting some deets on the case, if you will. Uh, and then will. we, you will, thank I you. I will. Excellent. Uh, and then we meet his partner in crime, or partner in not crime, Holly. He's a police officer. He shouldn't have a partner in crime. Well, you know, metaphorically, geez. They're friends so and they're coworkers. Well. well. Partner in fighting crime. Yes. Yes. There we go. We <laughs> just we just missed a word. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So they are working on the case together and find some stuff uh, about... What was it? A missing ID or like, ooh, a false credit card was used. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, right, right. So we get we get some leads going with the case, uh, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bum bum bum. Dun, uh, dun, dun. Uh, thank you. A woman's body is discovered. Murdered. <laughs> Straight up murdered. Straight uh, up. <laughs> yeah, it's Not it's real bad. Really wanna love me no, 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 because she's dead. She can't love right. me forever. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so so that happens. They, they find the body. Now we're looking at a murder case and some robbery cases. And in the middle of all of this hullabaloo, that's a word. That's a great word. Liam is offered a promotion uh, because he is that good at his job. Yep. So just so you know, like we're establishing, he is good at what he does. Yes. Fighting uh, crime. Fighting crime. Yep. With his partner in fighting crime. <laughs> yes. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Holly. Holly. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I'm going to edit that, that out. I think that she would appreciate Please that. keep it forever. Just keep like... yours out. Mine's fine. Thank <laughs> you. Mine's not that creepy. It's mostly just I'm breathing. See, I thought I was the lover. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I'm trying to think. The only other thing in episode one is we also meet Wendy, Liam's boo. Yep. Yeah. She's Aww. disturbed by the murder because uh, she's a normal I'm a human. normal human. Uh, yeah. Disturbed by murder. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what happened. Yeah. Um, and then in episode two, we are introduced to Claire, who Put is, um, she is a claims adjuster. Um, she's not super happy with how things are going um, in her life. She's uh, just kind of going through the motions. Um, her uh, romantic interest um, doesn't have a ton of ambition. He's pretty comfortable with where he's at. Um, and that is something that, is kind of in conflict with Claire. Um, but we get to meet her um, sister and... We Abby, get, right? Yes. Okay. Her sister, Abby. Um, we also get... She's nice. She is a good people. I like her. She's a little happier with her life right she, now. She yeah. is very much happier with her life. Uh, we are also introduced to uh, Richard Smalling. <laughs> dick Smalls. Dick Smalls. Because he's a small dick. Yep. Uh, that's the that's the hint there by the by he's, the name. He's we, got that small dick energy. He's got that small dick energy. Um, he is Claire's boss and uh, just generally kind of sucks. Um, and then we we pick up a little bit on the start of the the murder investigation with um, Liam and Holly kind of following some things. Um, Liam kind of floats the idea that there's there are a lot of similarities between this murder and uh, Jack the Ripper from like centuries ago, and it's like doesn't really land, uh, which is fine because it in general would be kind of silly. 
Um, and I think that's mostly episode episode two episode two, two. oh i'm sorry wow alexa <laughs> oh, okay alexa you only is, had two. is You're already long behind. for the ride over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh episode three we pick up uh more movement on the case interviewing some people some perps if you will yelp yeah and uh we also get more of dick smalls being the worst boss and human in the world where we're talking about murder. He's so like, how does he not have all the HR complaints? Oh, he probably does. I'm oh, he saying. definitely does. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just think does. he's like high up enough that Ugh. they like shush it or something. And yeah. a man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he is a man. Yeah. Well, too so real. that also is going for him in the world. Life imitates Do we art. just accuse him of being a man? Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> you know yeah. what his problem is? He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Claire and Abby hang out some more, you know, because they're sisters, and they talk about uh, her boo, Steve, Claire's boo, Steve, uh, and Abby says she's bored, and Claire kind of yells at her, but yeah, it's okay, like, because, you know, sisters yell at each other, that's what they do. It's true. If you have one, maybe. I don't, but I, I say it's true, and I stand by that. Thank you. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for validating me, everyone. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Claire and, and her boo, Steve, kind of have a little bit of a riff. Uh, a fight, a, a row, a, a row? row, a row, a row, uh, and he ditches her. Wow! He do, he blows her off. He doesn't go to the movie festival that he they did. planned on going to. He does not. What a butt! Uh, yeah. And then guess what happens? Whew. Well, because he didn't go, she gets like real stabbed and attacked and almost <laughs> murdered by the copycat. Alert. A little late, sorry. Yeah. We already did the spoiler alert, I so know, that's like, okay. We should say before every spoiler alert. Be- before, every, before every major <laughs> beat of the story. Will it? Anyway. Stab, stab. Stab, stab. Uh, fight, fight. And then um, Liam catches up with her and is like, ma'am, can I help you? Yep. Use your words. Are you're you stabbed? bleeding. Yeah. And she's like, I can't use my words. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm no. dying. Oh, no. It must be bad. Puts her in the car and then peels out. Scream! Oh. Great job, everyone. <laughs> I think we just have a collective brain at this point. I think we do. Um, episode four we pick up um, is is really a lot about Claire's recovery and, and how she is kind of managing this really traumatic experience. She has some dreams that aren't great. Um, but um, let's see. Don't want to skip too far ahead here. Um, not too many spoilers. Not too many spoilers. Just a moderate amount of spoilers. A moderate amount. Um, so kind of at first with the, with the dream, she really just kind of relives it, but slowly she kind of starts to take a little bit of the power back in, in the dreams and, and gets a little more, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Confidence. Agency. Agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Also confidence. <laughs> it's, yeah. She gets a confident agent. Yeah. And she gets a starring role in Cats. In the Cats. Musical. <laughs> No, that's not the agent. She she should fire that guy. <laughs> she will. <laughs> okay. After the movie comes out. <laughs> right. Two times. Twice. Um, so she doesn't really know what to make of these dreams where she kind of regains the agency, but she definitely is a fan of that. Um, we also follow Liam and Holly um, as they continue to interview folks um, as uh, it relates to both Claire's attack and... Um, the, the first attack, um, but they don't really make a whole lot of progress on this. Um, it's pretty slow going. Um, Claire eventually makes it back to work, um, maybe going back a little too soon. <laughs> What's the time span there? Uh, like a month. Okay, yeah, because she's in the hospital for about a week. Takes yeah. a few weeks in between, so I'd say three to four weeks. Yeah. I don't think we firmly established like how. Still yeah. rather quick after a near death, right? <laughs> a very violent near death yeah. too, like emotionally traumatic near death. Mm-hmm. Not like a oh I fell in the shower or something, <laughs> right. you know? Like whoo. Well, in the dreams where she kind of takes control of the situation, it's not. It doesn't seem like a healthy thing. It's like a unsettling like. Yeah. That's where you're going with this. It's it's like the the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Of of the spectrum there, right? Of mm-hmm. in terms of agency, she goes from having like none to being like, ah, I can take care of this myself. 
You're like, yeah, good for you. Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on. Uh, no, wait, woo. not like that. That is not the. <laughs> you should stop. Not seem healthy. <laughs> Maybe a see therapist. a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so when she's uh, back at work, she ends up uh, Richard, being the class act that he is, says stupid things, and Claire, uh, you know, maybe she threatens him a little bit, a little bit, a lot of bit, a lot of like, bit. For actually, real, like no, she threatens him pretty, pretty uh, thoroughly. That kind of freaks her out, and then she like leaves, has some more nightmares slash dreams um, about that continue to her her progress towards agency. Um, she doesn't really, she's not super forthcoming in the interviews with, um, Liam and Holly. And so there's a little bit of, um, uh, reluctance on her part, I think. I think probably related to the event itself and, um, things like that. Yeah. And even as she is remembering things, she does definitely keep stuff. You can, and they're not dumb. So they're starting to pick up on it. Yeah. Like they're not sure what, I I think right now they're kind of assuming, all as well, just that she's been through a lot of trauma. Right, exactly. And even with some insight into her thoughts a little bit, you're still thinking, like, why are you keeping these things from detectives? Like, well, exactly. especially because especially on the flip side, she's like, why aren't they further along in my case? I'm like, well, bitch, you're not giving them the information. Right? <laughs> and she knows Holly. We didn't cover this. She knows yeah, Holly um, because Holly is friends with her sister, Abby. Like, they've all gone out. They they don't have, like, the most established of relationships, but she's definitely comfortable with Holly. Right, exactly. One of the detectives on her case, and she's just not talking to her. Yeah, so you would think that if, if she was comfortable disclosing anything – it would probably be to Holly mm-hmm. um, because she's investigating the case and she has that established relationship. Well, um, no, you'd also think that she would be comfortable with Liam because Liam's who saved her. Right? Yeah, right. She has no reason not to be comfortable. Yeah. So why isn't she? Dun, dun, dun. Why? 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 Remember. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode five. Also, I'm sorry, but no, go ahead. my mug says feeling stabby, which just seems really appropriate for this. <laughs> it's got a, a narwhal on yeah, it for yeah. those at, at home. It's cute stabby, not murder stabby. Oh, We're documenting this. Yeah, it'll it'll good. be on the gram, doing it for the gram. Uh, so episode five, they're making progress on the case. They have a firm profile going for, you know, who the copycat killer is killing these ladies or in Claire's case, trying to kill them. Uh, and then, let's see, Wendy is still pretty apprehensive about the case, nervous about what's going on. Liam tries to make her feel better. And they all go out to dinner. Um, yeah. Wendy, Liam, Holly, and Mike, because they all know each other, mm-hmm. hanging out, have a nice dinner. While this is going on, Claire's still, you know, going through it. Yeah. Not processing well. Um, well, I, I did also want to illustrate that by this time we've seen um, a couple of um, scenes with just Liam and Wendy, and so we kind of see their relationship growing a little bit. They, they're getting closer, um, and so the fact that they actually go out um, together with on this like double date is a pretty significant thing. Since Plus, Liam, we had already uh, had a weekend away together. We had. That's right. We, we went to a B and B. We did. We That's booked. So wow. <laughs> I mean, well, it was implied, but I didn't know for sure. Wow, <laughs> I thought you just held hands. Really I mean, hard. I'm I'm pretty sure the <laughs> so hard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> also, none of these comments made by the dude. <laughs> ah, well, you know what's wrong with you, Ian? <laughs> Are you accusing him of being a dude? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm glad you asked. That is a bold accusation. I hope wow. you have claims. Wow. And facts to back you. Evidence. Up. Yeah. Um, that's not. <laughs> that's not. Let's not do any of that. Anyway, the point is, at this point in the series, um, things are going pretty well for Liam and Wendy. And and they've told each other they love each other. And um, so, you know, they're out to dinner and kind of in between. um, And I'll pass it back to you, Brittany. But kind of in between, we see this dinner scene. And then we also see simultaneously this scene with Claire and Robbie. Yeah, yeah. So Claire has decided to, you know, pursue her own case because she doesn't think things are progressing well enough because, you know, she's lying to detectives. So Right, which is know. what you need to do to ensure that your case gets solved. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the record. Yeah. She's doing great. Great work. So she uh, kind of goes through the same steps we went through at the beginning with um, Liam and Holly, where they figure out who the person was that was on a robbery case. Mm-hmm. And she follows the same person. Totally not who murdered her, or tried to murder her, rather. Totally not. Totally not, but she uh, loses it. Yeah. Loses it real hard and straight up murders him. Straight up murders that dude. Uh, even though he's telling her, not me, I didn't do anything like that, I just robbed things. My name's Robbie, I rob things. That's, uh, that's oh how God. he picked direct his name. Quote. Yeah, direct I mean, his name is Robbie Banks, so. Oh my God. Did, did nobody realize this? Did you? No. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, so wow. she she kills him. In a, <laughs> so anyway, she kills him in a very he similar did. way, like with like the the way she was attacked, where they tried to cut her throat. Um, but she's uh, very into it. And yeah, it's not good. It's, it's not a good look. Unhealthy. You hate I would to say. see it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. She misses part of the like murder protocol, though, doesn't she? Like, there's the throat, but then there's also like. Yeah. Remove organs? Right. right. Yeah, she doesn't so do it like the copycat does. Supposed yeah. To do. yeah. Yeah. So it's not supposed to. <laughs> Look, she's murdering wrong, okay? <laughs> she misses a few beats, but you know, it's her first one. It's her first one. Yeah. yeah. So give her time. It's You're a learning right. curve. You're right. Oh, way to judge too soon. So this is happening while they're having a nice romantic double date. The uh double date takes a little bit of a turn for the sour though. A wee bit. A wee, a wee bit, if you will. And uh, Wendy and Liam get into a fight because that uh, aforementioned promotion he was offered, he turned down without talking to her and never told her. Well, the thing is, he did talk to her and kind of just like right. scurried around the truth. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. actually turned yeah. it down immediately instead of like making it sound like he's thinking about it. Right. It could be good for a future and mm-hmm. lies. Liar. He lied and she's mad and she and Holly's think. mad too. Holly's yeah. mad because she's like he didn't tell Holly what Same all was thing. going on. Uh, Mike is fine. Mike is fine. Mike's Mike drunk. is drunk. Mike is drunk. Red, Mike, red Holly's wine. husband. Mike, he is <laughs> drunk off of that wine. Yes. Uh, very nice, fun wine. Drunk, honestly. Yeah. He's having He's a great, great night, no matter what else is happening. Yeah. If you guys are looking for a positive character, yeah, in this take series, away from this episode. Take, it's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's great. You know, he's, he's like rock solid. He's just he's just a stable human. Yeah. I'm gonna accuse him of being a dude in a good way. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. I I didn't know that was an option. It is. <laughs> this could come back around for you. Yeah. Uh, could. <laughs> Time will tell. Okay. Well. Jury's still out. Gonna try and play my cards right. We'll see. Wish Woo. me luck. <laughs> yeah. So they go to dinner. Fight happens. Wendy decides to leave. She takes a cam ho- cab home. Liam is sad. Yeah. Uh, Holly is mad. Claire's murdering people, mm-hmm. person, not people. She's murdering a person, Robbie Banks. Mike's still drunk. Mike's still drunk. Mike's still drunk. And it, the the argument, there's no um, resolution to no. the argument between Liam and Wendy. It was Liam a bad Wendy. argument. It was, it was doozy. bad. Real bad. See. Yeah. Well, can you just, just, uh, I'll... do you need to unpack a little bit here? <laughs> yes! <laughs> the fact that. He just closed the argument with, well, fuck you, too. And uh, just makes me so sad. Why does it make you sad? What happens next? Uh, so the next morning, he wakes up, and he's all hungover. And he realizes he has all these missed phone calls from the office, which obviously that's a bad thing when you work for a police department. Yeah, not good. And uh, so he hurries in, and um, main detective dude. Neville. Neville. Neville, Neville <laughs> is like, Liam, come into my office. <laughs> You have to do the rest of this in that Nailed it. Spot on impression. You set yourself up. <laughs> and Liam's like, what's up? And they're like, we found another two murders. And they're like, oh, no, two murders. And like, uh, they explain the Robbie one, and but like it's different. And they're like, and Liam, I'm so sorry. But the other one, her name is Wendy. What? <laughs> Gasp. <gasps> and then he thinks he's lying. Like, I mean, obviously, like. Denial. Denial, Denial, right? But, like, it causes a huge giant fight between Neville and Liam, which was both of y'all did great on that. Um, Thank you. And, uh, you know, Liam was put on leave because obviously he cannot work his girlfriend's murder case. Right. And I'm dead. (laughs) And turn your mic off. Oh. Oh, wow. It was going to be funny. It was going to be funny. (laughs) And then I missed it. Oh, crap. Oh, well. (laughs) And 
that is where we are. Yeah, um, we left that off the uh, day after Christmas. Yeah, so uh, happy holidays! Happy holidays, everyone. The the we've noticed that the uh, heavy emotional beats actually landed on the holidays. So you see Claire get attacked around Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when <laughs> when that came out, and mm-hmm. then you know the whole murder Wendy thing happens uh, the day after. <laughs> the whole Christmas. murder Wendy thing on Boxing so, Day. On Boxing Day, <laughs> uh, if, for those of you who celebrate that. Yeah, that's a day indeed. It is, and you don't have to worry about. Episode six spoilers for me because I don't remember what happened. Yeah, and it's not out yet. It's not out yet. But yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll at see the time what of happens. this recording, it's not out. We know what happens, just for the record. I I don't. But, but <laughs> well, you did record it. You did record it. You were there. I immediately blacked out. Oh wow. <laughs> That's like <laughs> that's how our recording sessions go. Yeah. Um, we're really just throwing back straight shots. <laughs> Constantly. Shots, 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 shots. That's why we, we have so much fun uh, doing a murder podcast. That's exactly why. Um, Alexa and Liz, kind of what have your um, favorite moments been um, for the series so far? Oh gosh! And it can be. It can also be like directly related to the story. It can be, you know, as as part of the podcast and and recording and things mm-hmm. like that. But maybe one of each. Sure. Uh, well, for me, pers- personally, um, <laughs> for me personally, it was just it's a very different role than the other things I've done for Calamity Cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so. In Space America, I'm Felix, and that's a very, very different role. And in Love and Lust, season one, I was Lady Narrator. So something like this, like, I feel like I've had to act more. Like, it's weird, because, like, obviously with Felix, I was doing lots of acting because I did a completely different voice. But this seemed more genuine, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I've been really proud of myself, actually. So go me. Uh, (laughs) I, the, the... The scene where I die, well, the fight leading up to that, like, the, we had to re-record that, right? Because yeah. it failed the first time on accident. But the Not first, by the acting. It was the no. sound. Yeah, yeah the, the, no. the, the, the equipment. For, the yeah. equipment. To, to back y'all up. Yeah, yeah, the equipment didn't work. But, like, <laughs> by the end of that scene, I was actually crying. Yeah. It was so intense. <laughs> and, like, the it was just one of those moments, like, the entire studio was just, like, silent. Right. That's and like, everyone you... had to, like, take a breath. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. That's how you know you got a good take. And I was like, well, okay, I need to like go breathe now. <laughs> and I just had never really had a moment like that. So it was just, it was fun in the way that yelling at your lover could be fun, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's kind of um, maybe not necessarily like cathartic, but it's it's interesting to tap into that emotional range. Yeah. Because that's not something for like the other, your other roles in Calamity Cast that you've been able, it just hasn't been built into your mm-hmm. characters really. Yeah. Because like with Felix, I had plenty of angry moments, but right. it, was all, it was very aggressively angry. Like I'm fighting people and like I was leading the black ops people, like whatever, like or I'm getting shot and I have to yell at people for that. Like, it was a very different anger. Yeah. So, I don't know. It weirdly was fun <laughs> to have to play that. Good. I'll take weird fun. Yeah. <laughs> weird fun for 200, Alex. <laughs> don't answer. Let's not go there. Actually, that could be bad. <laughs> okay. Well, so for me, um, as far as the recording process, um, I guess just because I'm uh, much less experienced than a lot of people um, in this cast and in previous casts that I've been in, um, I just have like a real appreciation for being in the room and like witnessing the talent of my friends. Um, (laughs) So that's just kind of like a cheesy, like, but very honest, just, uh, yeah, appreciation for for being around it and and having them... um, invite me to join even though I am very clearly lacking experience um but yeah and as far as the the story has gone um I just feel like kind of (laughs) in this situation I just feel like I'm along for the ride and I really appreciated the um I guess the twists and the turns the surprises have Mm -hmm. I haven't seen coming and so I'm appreciating the writing um, maybe a little sooner than people who get to listen to the podcast but uh, it's been fun but it's still also because we don't know what's happening until we're in the the you know table reads. So they've been keeping 
their secrets to themselves. So the cast is being surprised. I knew going into it that I was going to die because Ian had told me that, but I didn't know how or when or any of that. So it was still very like when I got to that script, I'm like, oh, no, this is it. (laughs) Not like this. (laughs) You know, so it, it, it has been really fun uncovering the secrets and the the plot as we go. I can tell you, my mom listens to this, <laughs> and she has no idea what's going to happen. Oh, Aww. girl. Sorry, mom. She's so sweet. She's <laughs> like, I listened to episode two, and it was really great. Was that you as co-worker Theo? <laughs> like, like, yes, mom. Yes. And tattoo artist. And tattoo artist in red. Yes. <laughs> That's the full character title. <laughs> Was this the shirt? This was not the shirt. This oh, is, okay. I'm sorry. This is a new one. It's red. It's Kermonica. Oh, and it's cool. It's new. Yeah, but my mom's a big fan. That's good. Shout That's adorable. Mom. We'll see if she's still a big fan when she gets to episode five. I think she's, you know, along for the ride, honestly. Bless yeah. her. My mom is a ride or die, so. <laughs> but I was going to say one thing we thought was important going in was having a, a female narrator. So yes. it's been very fantastic just because this is so much about Claire and what's going on with her. While it is also about like Liam and Holly, but there's a lot into it that needs to have that voice. Yeah, especially because, you know, when the when the story starts out, you're kind of as an audience member, I would think that you're kind of trying to figure out who the main characters are that you're going to follow. Um, and so having a, a female narrator, narrator was something that we wanted to do because it, it hones into that um, uh, kind of aspect of it and kind of directs you to that's that's the gaze that we want to follow, um, I think, throughout. So um, that was I was really glad when you said, yay. Yeah. Plus, Alexa has a lovely voice to listen to. Oh, thank you very much. She do. Just wait till the techno remix comes yeah. out. <laughs> We, were, we, we recorded a few things. We, we did. Uh, on accident. <laughs> on purpose? Yeah. On accidental Very purpose. Intentional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little cat noises. There, is a, there uh, will always be cat noises if we podcast in my house. <laughs> that's okay. Gets my vote. Um, cool. So I guess uh, we kind of touched on favorite moments and, and surprises, I guess, as well. That was another thing we were going to talk about mm-hmm. here. But um, did you have any surprises that, that kind of like jumped out at you or anything like that, Alexa? Well, I mean, definitely Wendy's death because mm-hmm. you, there's so much um, time that's that's been spent like building their relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously in hindsight, you're like, oh, okay, that's why you're kind of shining a light on Wendy. Um, but yeah, you're kind of wondering where their relationship's going. You're going to wonder like, maybe is he going to pop the question? What's that going to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of obviously cuts things off a little bit. Just Yeah. Smash. Well, I'm really excited to see how that influences him going forward. Like, I think that's going to be a major, major motivator for him. Definitely. And And figuring out what's going on. Well, and it's it's pretty interesting too because originally that scene um, was they were going they were not going to have an argument as their final scene together. They, it was going to be when they earlier in the in the season when they say that they when they tell each other they love each other that was going to happen after the the dinner originally. And so um, I spoke with um, I got some feedback from Adam who does some of the other voices um, for us, and he's like, "Well, what if we what if we." If they don't have uh, their I love you moment, they don't have a positive moment as their final scene together. And what if instead they have an argument and that's where they leave it off? And, you know, unbeknownst to Liam or or Wendy at that point. And I was like, I really kind of struggled uh, with that because I was like, ah, I don't know. Um, But it it hits better emotionally, I think. It's a much more of a gut punch when you are like, oh, no, what? Also, it feels a little less, I don't know, contrived in some yeah. ways, too. Well, he has to fucking deal with the guilt now that his last words to his girlfriend were, well, fuck you. Yeah, not great. Not great words to go out on. So, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're passionate. That's about all they have going for <laughs> right. Thank you for tr- finding the silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's not indifference. It's not. That's good. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I only say things like this to people I really love. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever told someone, fuck you. I like, that I cared about. Like, oh. while driving, sure, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. All right. 
think I, I maybe think... said it to an ex. I don't remember. Mm. But uh. like during the breakup kind of thing. <laughs> that'll that'll do. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, I just cry. I just <laughs> just tears. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the sound I made. <laughs> How do you know? We've broken up before? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, last thing for uh, Liz and Alexa. Um, New Year's resolution for a narrator, which would be weird but fun. I'm oh. interested in your take on this. And then also for Wendy. Um, and then if you have <laughs> not be dead, right? Like, yeah. So hers is <laughs> probably to it, be alive. What would it have been if oh, she God. hadn't been murdered? So we'll see. Like, I feel like right now it would be um, stay alive, uh, and maybe you know tell Liam I actually do love him, and I'm sorry that we got in a fight. Um, Girl, you shouldn't be sorry. He's one of my stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. No. That's apologize. Um, maybe at least handled the situation better and be like, let's talk about this while we're not smashed. Um, Good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I didn't die, I think Wendy. Hmm. She she teaches what kindergartner? She probably would like second and third grade. I think second grade. Something like that. Hmm. Little kids. Tiny children. Yeah, little kids. Uh, she'd probably want to like focus on her mental health a little bit like be able to de-stress from the kiddos and the crazy shit going on especially with liam's job and everything like taking time for herself that's good yeah self-care i approve i just feel like in in real life i should be spending a lot more time on my resolutions because this person this character is dead and they're like you're ready to go. <laughs> I'm over here like, uh, I don't know, like, do more push-ups. And stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how does the narrator? Do, but do do, the anyway. narrator needs to, to get na- more swole. Yeah, the narrator needs to get more swole. There you go. <laughs> no, actually, I was going to say, I'm going to go the other direction and say, as a narrator, like, I want to be closer to the action. And mm-hmm. so I want to be murdered. That's my new year's <laughs> resolution. <laughs> you can do, do a little, like, Monty Python, like... Kill like, kill the narrator. Yeah. It's like Sir Galahad comes by on a horse right. swinging a sword. For the record, I haven't seen Monty Python. Hey, no, there's like sorry. a narrator talking and, and like a bare hand like grabs his Rawr. hand and then like he's like walking talking about the Brilliant. history of Camelot. And it's not Sir Galahad. It's like the other obnoxious guy, but he straight up just chops his head off. You think the narrator's goal would be to like stay out of people's business as much as she does. Right. Nosy. <laughs> That's her job. Wow. I'm like in Claire's dreams, all right? <laughs> I mean, oh, not like no. that. <laughs> that a, okay. Had some implications. All right. And uh, hopes for the second half of the season? Get murdered. <laughs> Uh, well, like at this point, like I don't even know who to root for, right? Like I want Liam to succeed, obviously. I want him to revenge my death in a way, but like I'm fascinated by Claire. Like I want, like she's one of those anti-heroes that you're like, yeah, I want you to redeem yourself and and get your revenge and feel good, but also maybe stop killing people. I don't maybe. know. It's one of those weird things. Where you're like. Or at least if you're going to continue killing people, kill people that deserve it, not like Robbie. Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 don't, I, I am intrigued to see how far she leans into this mindset. And it, 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 it's a little scary. I like it. If you're going to kill people, at least have some morals tied to well, it. Well, like okay, Dexter, guys? right? Like, right. Dexter only kills people that are horrible, that are people that the police can't catch themselves. So be Dexter. Surprise, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> Supplies. <laughs> Sorry. That's still one of my favorite vines. It's, it's so good. <clears throat> I forgot the question. <laughs> what What hopes do you have for the second half of the series? Um, well, I, I really appreciate the uh, relationship and kind of friendship between um, Holly and Liam. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm just hoping to... Um, yeah, like obviously we're going to learn a lot more about it because Liam's going to have to deal with Wendy's death and also I'm sure like want to support the case like even more so, you know, mm-hmm. like redouble his efforts even though he's probably not allowed to. Um, but yeah, and so like seeing their relationship is uh, is nice. It's nice because they have a 
uh, like a good balance between being friends outside of work and, mm-hmm. you know, like going for that double date and kind of teasing each other. Um, but they also seem to work well together, too. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So we can um, pause here and switch out a couple folks. Tap out. Tap out. Bye. Will Jack, the gym-loving male nurse hottie, manage to win the heart of the spunky blue-haired web designer Maggie? Join us every other week to discover if this unlikely pair will have their happily ever after or fizzle out in the end. Love and Lust Season 1 is available for your listening enjoyment now at calamitycast.com or anywhere you find podcasts. Okay, we are back. Um, We have with us S. Michael Clericus. If he cares to say hello. Hello. And we have Emily here, who is, uh, also does some other voices for us. Hi. Emily does some uh, bit parts for us, some of the um, uh, kind of all over the place, sure. actually, characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and S. Michael Cleric is here is uh, Chief Inspector Neville. Right. Yes, and, and the milk toy, uh, the milk toist, milk toast, and the, the milk toist, <laughs> the milk toist, the milk toist, uh, boyfriend, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a bit milk toast. He is. He is milky toasty, mm-hmm. isn't he? And a couple of other little bit. <clears throat> so, um, kind of, what have your favorite moments been um, so far in the series, and um, what's been really surprising for you guys? Well, <laughs> well, uh, I don't read the full scripts before I go into a reading, so I like being surprised. Um, Sometimes I don't like being surprised. Sometimes it's not pleasant surprises, but it, it is interesting seeing the story unfold like as we're doing a reading and they go, oh, 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 that's, that's terrible. <laughs> but Good. I, I, I do like being surprised along somewhat with the audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would totally agree. Like, um, you know, just from the table reads, we're like, oh, wait, wait, what happened? Who, who said what? Right. They got in a fight before? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. That's sad. Oh, no. Oh no, we we know. Yeah, so so far, like I haven't seen the twists coming with with Claire and like how um, she's been dealing with what she's gone through. Um, right. So that's been that's been a bit of a twist. <laughs> um, so I I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see where the story goes next. <clears throat> it's so funny actually that you you mentioned the table reads and and kind of going like as learning as we go. I would also like to point out that our table reads are also filled with laughter. We laugh a ton when we do the table reads, despite the final product that is put we out laugh there. Hysterically, and then we go, oh, we yeah. shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> There's also a surprising it's amount, murder. or in, in this group, not a surprising amount of sexual innuendo. Right. Yeah. That was <laughs> a lot. Or just blatant. Yeah, yeah. just blatant. It's, not uh, even innuendo. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. There's a lot of... The amount of the word use of the word penis is mm-hmm. over the top. <laughs> Our audio engineer back there, I think, just choked on her tea. <laughs> and, which is also a sexual innuendo. Which is also a sexual innuendo. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that one. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, S. Michael Clericus, you've been a part of the Calamity Cast stuff for a few, a little bit now. Um, but, Emily, you haven't really done no. anything... At all. I've never like, done anything before, ever. ever. <laughs> anything. You just showed no. up and you're all like, all sudden, right, this is my life now. All of a sudden, I was midlife and doing a podcast in someone's <laughs> basement. It was really a rebirthing of just, <laughs> just like came out of nowhere. You may have been Inception, I may have been, yeah, yeah. No, in all seriousness, I, I really, I, it, I had never done a podcast or any kind of um, voice stuff, which is probably obvious in all of my bit characters that I do. Ah. They all they all have my exact same voice. <laughs> um, but it's been super fun and exciting to play along with you guys. What sure. has been uh, kind of the... the Because, I, I mean, we've kind of been doing this for... Some of us have been doing this for a while, and so I'm always curious as to, like, your initial impression of, like, coming into this, like, scripted story and having, like, kind of... Really... Because it's not like a play... Right. You know, there's no visual aspect to it. Right. Um, I'm kind of curious on your your initial take on like, well, this is a script. I guess this is what I do. Kind of a. Right. I think it's actually difficult because 
um, maybe for me because I played a lot of really small parts mm-hmm. and like trying to distinguish them from other people. Sure. Whereas maybe some of, of you that have larger characters, you're like, okay, this is my character and this is what he, mm-hmm. she's going to sound like. Um, but it is kind of hard and seeing it or hearing it after mm-hmm. is like, oh man, I wish I could have had a little more oomph to that gotcha. had I known like followed the story along because we do do it kind of in different order sometimes yeah. too. Yeah, so, that's true. It's... Yeah, that's super fun. Good, good. And your takes, uh, S. Michael, on uh, um, <clears throat> Senior Neville and uh, Milky Toasty Stevie? They're very different characters. Um, I, I felt a little bit weird because before I, I really played primarily a narrator in a previous Calamity cast work, uh, Space America. Good uh, plug. I recommend uh, highly. Um, but I had to get emotional for both characters, and I really don't like Steve. Um, but I, but I, had, <laughs> I, I know he's, he's not meant to be super likable, uh, and he sounds very close to my just actual voice, which makes me hate myself a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it was it was a little bit weird having to get, uh, like, intense for those because I was mm-hmm. just kind of a silly narrator in the last one, a couple of bit parts in Space America. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting experience. Like, I remember, like, being just having to be very intense as Milk Toast Steve and almost crying like mm-hmm. when I was in the hospital scene. Yeah. And I, when I wanted to see Claire, even though, you know, Steve did not deserve to see Claire after what transpired. Right. Um, so I don't I remember mean, the original. one mistake. Like, yeah. I was, I was yeah. say, did he murder someone? I mean, it was a, it was a like minor I... mistake, yeah. you know, but allow, I get allowing it. her to I'm get almost sides. killed. Yeah. 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 So I don't remember the original question, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just started just, thinking about, oh, poor Steve standing there in front of the hospital door that he right. can't, he's not allowed to go through. Just kind of your, your take on the characters, really, since they're... It... I mean, I won't be sad if Steve doesn't turn back up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I enjoy Chief Neville. Like, I have a mustachioed figure in my head that I'm imagining. Um, and yeah, so definitely. I, I do like him. So I hope to see more of Chief Neville, or, or hear more of him, I suppose. He's a, a pretty interesting character, too, because he's um, there's a lot of kind of like back and forth between Liam and Holly on kind of what to do and what steps to take. But Neville is the kind of grounding force for them mm-hmm. um, and almost um, kind of like a, I mean, most, like, I kind of look at him as uh, like a moral foundation for that, sure. you know, um, and so it's it's. I really appreciate that you have. He's got such a, a gruff voice and some oomph behind him. He's got some gravitas. Yeah, some, I'd some say. gravitas. Yeah. Um, my husband said when we were listening, he's like, "Is that that guy's real voice?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, I certainly said, hope not. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, he's been smoking for a long time. You it, said he looked mi- mustachio. I, I, How else do you envision him? So I am. What I think of, I'm trying to channel, and for those of you who haven't played the Uncharted series of video games, yes, I, I think of uh, the character Sully, yes, uh, and I don't know that I'm quite capturing that, but that's what I imagine in my head, at least that type of a mustachioed guy, um, who who has to be serious in the situations he's in, but probably has a sense of humor. Um, but he's dad played, joke central is what I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be dad jokes. Yeah, outside the office, he's <laughs> full of dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> but that. Uh, the voice actor who plays him is named uh, Richard McGonagall, and I just I love his voice. Uh, I love and, his name. Yeah, I know that his his name is also fantastic. But I, so Sully is is what I imagine from that. Is he series. related to Minerva? Uh, no, because that is a fictional character, uh, and he is actually. Well, I don't know. Maybe J.K. Rowling will reveal reveal that later. Yeah, she might. Yeah. She's she reveals yeah. a lot of. She'll shoehorn it in later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I bet she's on the LGBTQ spectrum too. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Representation after the fact doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Boom. <clears throat> and so um, where do you guys kind of see the story going at this point? Like so much has happened already and it can kind of go in lots of ways. Um, what do you th- What do you guys think? I mean, I, I don't really know what's coming down the pike, um, but I suspect and they're, they're looking at me intensely because they uh, they haven't written the rest of the episodes because they're looking for ideas. Um, I, I suspect that Claire at some point is going to have a run-in with her killer. It, it would be a weird end to the podcast if they, there's actually never any contact between her and the person who tried to kill her before. It'd be kind, yeah. of, kind of weird, so I suspect that's coming at some point, but otherwise, I I don't know. And I kind of like that, that I don't know quite where that's going. 
So I imagine very clearly that Claire is going to join forces with her original murderer and kill everyone. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The narrator? Especially the narrator is the first one to go, Alexa. She's so happy. That was her New Year's resolution. (laughs) To be murdered. (laughs) Go closer to Wendy. No, I hope something unexpected happens, though. Because, Mm. I mean, because it has been so unexpected of, like, Claire. I I think people a lot of times, maybe when they are attacked, or I've never been, like, assaulted or anything, but they, they think about revenge. Um, but they never act on it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of cool that we get to live vicariously through Claire and her revenge. Mm. Good. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the goals of writing the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, that was a kind of an absurd laugh. Uh, I'm not sorry about Can it. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. As the writers. Yeah. Yes. Um, not necessarily where did you come up with the idea, but did you guys have like obsessions with jack the ripper and then you're like how do we how do we turn this into something that is modern day (laughs) well so um so i on uh i've been fortunate enough to have uh, lived in the uk and i've been to london a few times and um the last not the last time that i was there but the time before i actually went to the jack the ripper museum that's there i did not do the walking tour because it's at night and i'm not an idiot um well those are two separate things actually (laughs) (laughs) anyway um and so that i guess that kind of planted the like kind of initial seed and then um in the midst of um starting to like kind of think of other programs to have as part of the calamity cast network um i just kind of played around with the idea of like a a jane the ripper like a, a female focused um uh story that's kind of like dexter but um, what if it wasn't exactly that or, you know, do we just follow it? But I mean, that's kind of where the initial, um, story came from. And, um, after I had kind of jotted down some ideas and I think I had a couple of the episodes outlined, maybe, um, I reached out to Brittany, um, because here I was a straight white dude writing a story about a female lead. And I was like, it would probably be a good idea to have a, at least a, a woman that I can like base things off of to make sure that I'm like not wildly out of you know the realm of a possibility and um, we I think it was at Civil Life yeah we met right? up had a had a drink at Civil Life the best brewery yeah right? I Louis. had their brown ale yeah and Classic. it is delightful as always wow. um, and so we ended up kind of chatting for a couple of hours I think mm-hmm. and just kind of um, seeing just to kind of gauge her interest I, Brittany's done a lot of writing um herself but does I mean mostly poetry mm-hmm. um and so I was just kind of I just kind of floated the idea I was like hey do you want to maybe do this thing um and she's like yeah I guess kind of yeah <laughs> so. I mean that's pretty much it I asked a lot of questions about like what where he saw things going what the general themes were like how I'd never done podcast writing or any type of podcasting work at all so it was just getting to know a bit about that process and mm-hmm what it's like, what it takes to write that. I've never written dialogue before this, so that's been the most interesting thing is <laughs> how people talk. <laughs> and I'm like, that is not a real conversation. We're going to try that again. Because, <laughs> you know, poetry is a little bit different. Slightly. Slightly. Can you imagine if the show was in, like, iambic pentameter? <laughs> I can't imagine that. Yeah. yeah. I would listen to that, but because you're my friend. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. I would do it because you're my friend, but I would hate it. Uh, <laughs> we should, you should consider doing uh, one in that at some point, but not this. Don't, don't switch mid-season. Yeah, like, no, that would be. be I mean, you talk about plot twists. You yes. know, let's see. If you want Claire's mom to recite her poetry or something, yes. I'm, I'm into that. Like, write that dialogue. For me. She... Actually, that's the last scene of the show is Claire's mom oh, reciting a poem. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'll get my country draw in there. Yeah. And then we'll we'll do roses all red, violets all blue. <laughs> my daughter's dead. Boo hoo hoo hoo. Boo hoo hoo hoo. Well, you it's heard right it. Well, we're done. Right. We've written yeah. the show. That's the end. You heard it here first, folks. Congratulations. We, that is that's a wrap on Jane the River. It ends with poetry. It does. <laughs> and a southern woman. Yeah. And I, I think for me coming in as far as like ideas for the story. 
mostly I wanted to flesh out like some female characters, like you said, bring that in, add some more context context to the female characters too. Like Liam had this world of characters, mm-hmm. so we added some context for Wendy. You know, made her yep. um, a full person. Yes, she was almost there. It was just a few things just to make it like a real life. Yeah. Add some weight to it, and then added in some other characters mm-hmm. to kind of flush out the investigation and things like that. Yeah, it's been um, really uh, our our collaboration has been um, really easy, and there have been moments when we've because we um, we won't spoil actually spoil anything for the rest of the season, but we know exactly what's going to happen. And during I know right, um, <gasps> we have a plan. What? We have no. a plan, oh. guy. I promise. Look, guy, we have a plan. Okay. Um, <laughs> But a lot of the the emotional beats that are to come happen like lightning quick when we were like brainstorming ideas and we were like, oh, and then this happens. And then, oh, 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 yeah, uh-huh, yes, um, which tells all of you here nothing, <laughs> but it was really um, invigorating. It's really exciting when you just, we have that back and forth and you just kind of, um, get on the same wavelength um, for something that is uh, so emotional and it's mm-hmm. it's so important to make it genuine and sincere and make sense um, and not be like contrived mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think the fact that I I cared when Wendy died speaks to the quality of your mm-hmm. development oh, so yes that was a plan. Great job. Set you up. Yeah. Shoot you down. Set you up. Shoot you down. Not all shows do that. I'm like, oh, that character died. I don't even like anybody in this, so I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to you, season 6.5 of Walking Dead or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Are there any original characters left on that? I don't. I stopped. I, I, when, when, I, when major characters die and you're just like, I don't, I don't care. Like, good. 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 I'm glad you're dead. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah. Stop caring about you two seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. All you've been doing is walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's a perfect example of a Neville joke, I think, actually. We're really getting into his character in this. I'm enjoying the study. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we, I guess we've kind of talked a little bit about all the things that we had here. Am I missing anything? You asked about New Year's resolution. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And, like, if yes. they've had favorite moments, like, yeah, yeah. specifically. Yeah, specific favorite moments and also New Year's resolutions. Very important. Please and thank you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is for our characters? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, for your characters. If you want to share yours, that's also yeah, fine. That's fine. This is a safe space. Those are private. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. Uh... Steve's uh, New Year's resolution, I guess, would just to be to continue like in his current job because he is complacent, right? Yeah. Um, Nailed it. Neville, um, maybe I don't know. His wife's got him on some, you know, goddamn keto diet. You know, like you know, like <laughs> so. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's getting a little bit pudgy. So. <laughs> So Barbara decided that uh, Barbara. Yeah, I, sorry, I don't want. I don't want to write his his life story for you. No, him, I'm but, fine uh, with it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a keto diet for. <laughs> he's not happy about it. He doesn't even know what that means. Some goddamn <laughs> like, keto yeah. diet. <laughs> Am I allowed to eat donuts? <laughs> like, no, that does. That's not. I don't think that's part of the keto that's diet. Not, that's not part of the keto diet. It isn't. Oh, it's it's basically bacon. Right? Yeah, I, think I mean, I'm happy with that diet. Just bacon. Yeah, I think it's. I think keto is just bacon. Okay, it is. All right. Yeah. So I'm but, actually. But pretty somehow happy it's different that, than yeah. the. <laughs> is keto uh, Latin for bacon? I, it must be. Surely. It must be. I only took two years. That does not ring a bell, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, well you, you only, only took two, two years. years. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. That's, I think that's like year three is when they get into the bacon talk. Right. Year three is when they describe the actual name. Uh, well, I have a lot of characters, so let me go through them one by one very slowly. Awesome. Start with Waitress. Wait. Oh, yes. Waitress. Waitress was my favorite. Uh, I knew it. She she really has a good life. Um, her goal is to uh, the lead role of Wicked. Mm. She is studying uh, Broadway show dumb. Question. Who do you think is the lead role in Wicked? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's clearly the, me. The, the green one the or oh, the not Oh, that's green what one. your question yes. is. Okay. Oh, it's definitely um, Alphaba. Okay, Thank cool. you very Thank much. You. Glinda's great, but it's Alphaba. At least that's what waitress thinks. You're so in um, tune with her. Mm-hmm. I know. I really, really studied hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At the table read, which is the only time I read it before we recorded. Uh-huh. But I really got into it. You so did. that was Waitress. Um, Mel's mom. You know, it's hard. Claire's mom or Mel? Oh, she, see, I, I'm sorry. So Mel. We'll go with Mel. Yeah. Mel is going to be picking herself up off the ground because her best friend was brutally murdered. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, she's got to take on both classes now. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. You don't think they'll hire a replacement? No. <laughs> I, think, I think that Mel will have to teach all of the school. The whole school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dumb answer. Um, let's see who else. Um, okay, there's uh, Claire's mom, obviously. Um, I don't know what her news is. She's gonna, I feel like she's got more coming that she's going to have to deal with maybe in the second half. Maybe. So <clears throat> I would be. Maybe not. Oh, maybe just be warmer and kinder. Continue to be yeah. more soup in your future. More soup. Yeah, more soup. <laughs> Claire's mom, more, more soup. soup. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite characters to play with Jen Weinman was the unaffected people leaving the farmer's market and <laughs> oh my gosh that character uh we're just oh my gosh there's a dead body in the alley to play unaffected people being affected was probably the hardest challenge of my life thus far <laughs> But we did it to ourselves. <laughs> that did. was when you we were did. like, we're going to play these unaffected characters. Mm-hmm. And you guys were all like, but you know they're going to find a dead right. body. We, we know. <laughs> we know. Holding in that laughter was oh my one of the hardest things <laughs> oh. I've ever had to do. Oh we're, we are all just like desperately trying not to keep interrupting <laughs> It's a good app workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was, that was, I think that was one of my favorite moments yeah. mm-hmm. just in doing all this. It was just committing to being those unaffected people what um, is that person's resolution yeah. do you think probably to f- find a new place to farmer's market i think <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah that's a great no, great solid. first step for yeah, sure i think so i think i mean it honestly what it, was your yelp review for that farmer's market mm, after finding a body it nearby? Was just okay yeah. <laughs> three stars three stars yeah. <laughs> three stars just okay. good value but Dead, dead body. body. Good value, but dead body. Do you think anyone's ever written that Yelp review yes, before? I'm sure. Like at least in like that I don't know New York. Right. Sure. Good burrito, but dead body. So, good selection, but so three stars. <laughs> Seems generous, considering. Yeah, I think that was everybody that I played. Yeah, I think so. We're gonna get them. I think they should, in general, they should all have the resolution to not be murdered. <laughs> That's also a good, good besides thing. Besides narrator. Yeah, besides narrator. narrator. Narrator wants it. Narrator oh. needs it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And that's how it. the table reads just <laughs> tank Spiral off into the deep control. end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, one phrase. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any, uh, one thing that I wanted to touch base on, a little bit was the music and I was just curious if um, you guys have mm-hmm. had any thoughts on that um, you don't have to like this isn't like fishing for compliments but because yeah. you did the music because I did it and I know it's good um, <laughs> <laughs> wow but um, it's a little bit um, different from the stuff that we've done that I've done with um, the previous Space America like and the beginner's guide stuff where it was like have one theme and then like throw in like local bands and the same thing was with uh, Space America, so yeah. um, I have I have my own thoughts on it, but I would like to know what everybody else thinks. Thematically, it matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think it. I mean, it fits. It really, it really fits with the podcast. Um, it feels like the natural music for it now. So, and and I I hear like I will hear Alexa's voice like like I'm, I'm expecting it. You know when I when I hear the music, so it yes. just it feels like it's a part it's a part of the show. It works good. Yeah. I, I yeah I totally agree, um, and I also like the fact that it brings us back to the theme of the show. So if we if we end on a Mwah, oh yeah you know like that <laughs> we that exchange I I almost said weird but the exchange between uh, Wendy and Liam when they're 
at, at away, it goes back to that theme music of like, don't you be too happy for these people because mm. shit's going to go down. Yeah. I, I like that of like bringing yes. it back home. Mm. That makes me happy. One of the, the thing, the big thing that I wanted to do is um, have kind of a theme for the main characters. And so um, it was when, as, and I've actually had to do this kind of as we go sometimes when I get to a point where I'm mixing and I'm like, uh, this is supposed to be kind of the minor sad theme of this character and I do not have it. So let's just go change a few notes. Um, but it's been, my goal is to have, like when a certain piece of music plays, I, my goal is to have people think, ah, oh, that's Claire or, oh, that's the copycat or um, whatever. Um, and I think it's just been a lot of fun to kind of bring that additional layer of coherence, I think, mm. to it. I think it's been very helpful, especially from like the copycat character side of things, just to make his presence a bit more known because mm-hmm. it's not like he's exactly interacting with our main cast of characters right. other than trying to kill one of them. So it's, you know, like he does. I wish we could pull the audience to see if they know who we're talking about when we say the copycat because right. we see it on mm-hmm. the, the script. But I wonder if... Yeah, um, you guys can, uh, you guys being the audience, can tweet at us at JTR underscore podcast if you have any thoughts on this um, or at CalamityCast. Um, like fan theories? Like fan theories. We, we welcome your fan theories um, and fanfic if you have any. Also, if you want to do like fan art, I would totally encourage that too because it'd be awesome. All the fan things. Fan things. Really. We just look. We just fan we, fans. Fan art. Fart, if you will. Fart, if you will. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. I would encourage sorry, all of the bit characters to have one theme. We need to see what Mel's mom. Or Mel's Claire's mom. Oh my gosh. See, I just. I want to be Claire. I guess if she had a theme, you know, Claire's mom might be. Able it would, to it's like a saloon, yeah, style. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hum Swinging a few bars? <laughs> what is saloon style? It's that, that saloony piano y Piano y. Yeah. Can you... Honky tonk. That's mm. what I that's why I said. Saloon-y there piano-y. is not enough honky tonk in this show. It's really it's it's really subtle, actually. It's <laughs> underscored. Honky tonk. The honky tonk is underscored. <laughs> I think my favorite music, it wasn't anything you wrote, which, but it <laughs> awesome. was the fake club background music oh, when they were drinking. Because yes. it's just like, that's like an audio clip. That's great. Well, no, I, I wrote that. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was just an audio clip. I was no. like, no, that's my favorite. Because like, this is just, what is yes. they, What do they say in it? What is the, there's like words there's in like it. There's like mumbled words in it. Do you remember what it? Oh, it's, um, was it, uh. Move your body. Yes. Move your yes. body. That's why it was my favorite. Let the music take control. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Getting it. Move right. your body. So yep. there's there's a an app uh, called Launchpad, and it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I wrote that on. It's just got a bunch of samples and stuff. And so I was just like, beep, boop, beep. And just drug it out for like four minutes. Love it. So And it, it. it has served its purpose well. Yeah. It sounded real. It was like I was folding sweaters in like a store at the mall. Like that's what the music I was hearing. Yeah. That's that's exactly the vibe I was going for. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> Sweater folding in mall. Yeah. <laughs> a Banana Republic moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't say Banana Republic, can I? Oh, Shmanana. Shmanana Republic. Official sponsor of the show. Banana but really, I did like all the dream sequence stuff. That was, I know that was a lot of mixing while also mm-hmm. putting musical themes in there. Yeah. So I, th- the work that went into that, because it was hard for me to write dreams. Uh, that was a new thing. Well, it's mm. it's weird, too, because you don't have um, a visual cue for something like that. And we had exactly. already used a sound cue of like the whoosh to indicate like kind of a flashback. Um, so I actually <laughs> talked to you. <laughs> yep. The most common dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd actually talked to Daniel, who is a um, friend of the show and one of the Calamity cast folks. And um, he was like, basically gave me some ideas on how to do it. And so you essentially play, like record the the dialogue with a bunch of reverb on it and then flip, like record it backwards, export it, put it back in, 
play it forwards, and so you have like this weird, like kind of suctiony sound hmm. um, at the beginning and ends of phrases. So it sounds kind of ethereal. Um, and I think it's worked pretty well. Yeah, um, so. but it is definitely a meticulous process. That man knows the tricks of the trade. That yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Uh, of all of us, he is the only one who is legitimately an audio engineer. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess, um, anything else to, to add? Anyone? I would like to discuss the kissing. Mwah. Mwah. It's so realistic. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, is there a way to record realistic kissing sounds that's, so I do have, I do have (laughs) kissing samples. They're gross. You're right. Well, you're supposed to. My understanding, and I've seen videos of this. You, you take um, what videos? You take, videos? No, sh- just listen for a moment. This is important. You'll Ooh. learn something. You take half of um, an overripe melon, and you take two knuckles and you aggressively bury it into the melon, and it creates very realistic kissing noises. That's a little too violent of a methodology. I don't um, know how you a... kiss, but that seems accurate. <laughs> Punching melons. <laughs> punching melons. Two finger punches. Two, two, two knuckles. Two, two knuckle punching two knuckle melons. Punch melon. Aggressively. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm curious. I need to look, know what look it I always like did now. want to be a Foley artist. I Can love you making add noises. Some, add some noises into this while we're talking? Oh, definitely. Okay. It's we'll just do it be... as he's describing it. Yeah. We'll, we'll add it in. Yeah, it'll right. be all, uh, but it'll be farts, though. No. Farts are earlier. Yeah, that's true. That's Can the fan art. This is Liz. Hello. Um, as someone who did all the mixing for Love and Lust, which is our romance novel one, um, mouth noises are disgusting. And Gross. I made people, you know, like have full on sex in in that in that podcast. So like listening to that over and over and over while recording, um, yeah, no, I'm really glad we stuck to just a Mwah! in this in this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the podcast isn't for this really about the romance no no it's right there's a little bit there's some but uh no not much not just much. enough to make everybody sad Yay. Right. <laughs> cool well we're looking forward to seeing how this one turns out me too right. me three Brittany's on uh, oh yeah me four <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you to everyone for um, taking some time out today and chatting. Hope that you listeners out there enjoyed a little bit of insight into the program. And our next episode will be coming out on February 20th. Um, so we will, it, we're still on a little bit of a break as we um, continue writing and recording on the next few episodes. Um, so thank you in advance for your patience. Um, if in the meantime, you can find us on um, Instagram and Twitter at JTR underscore podcast, uh, Facebook.com slash JTR podcast, Gmail, you guessed it, JTR podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find more programs um, on the Calamity Cast Network at calamitycast.com. Um, the Calamity Cast Network is the Insta and Twitter, um, or Calamity Cast at Calamity Cast is the Twitter handle for that. Um, and so in the meantime, hope you guys have a good next few weeks and, uh, we will see you on February 20th for episode six. Bye. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.